0: Welcome to The Lounge with Travify Academy, where we get to hear from travel industry voices and experts to learn more about their story and also what they see on the horizon for travel professionals. And I'm Stephanie Grice, and our guest today is Michael Savage, who is president of Travel Industry Marketing Association. So welcome to The Lounge, Michael, and thanks for joining us here today.
1: Thanks for having me, Stephanie. How are you today? Yeah.
0: Yes, I'm good. This is, this is exciting. And I feel like it's been a while since I've recorded, been about a month since I've recorded a podcast. So I'm super excited. And we have a new studio. So for you uh, watching this on YouTube, you'll see. So it's a big day. So we're excited to have you here. And, and I'm really, really excited for our conversation today. Um, Just, you know, talking about lead acquisition and um, I mean, The travel industry is doing some crazy. We knew this was going to happen and now it's just the demand is insane and it's really cool. So this will be a very timely conversation. But before we talk about, you know, lead acquisition um, and all that good stuff, uh, can you first just tell us how you got into the travel industry and really just how travel industry marketing association came to be?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, Stephanie. So um, I've been in travel for a little over 10 years now. Um, You know, I started after school and, you know, travel was always super important to me as I grew up and loved traveling the world and experiencing different cultures. And so I knew I wanted a job in the industry. So um, I worked at American Airlines for about nine years, um, where my last role I was ahead of. American Airlines vacation, American Airlines tour operator. And so got to really experience and work a lot directly with travel advisors and became really passionate about helping travel advisors grow their business. And so um, when the opportunity came for me to join Colleen Strimbo, the CEO at TEMA, um, I just jumped at it because it was really allowed me to continue um you know, being able to support the community in a way that I, I think is just so fascinating and unique in today's world, right? You know, when I think about travel advisors and some of the challenges that they have, one of the ones I always hear is, how do I grow my network of people that I can sell to, right? A lot of, a lot of advisors get started in the industry selling to friends, selling to family, maybe to their church groups, maybe to their fire department, whatever it is, Right. Um, And and then they they have a hard time making that next step, though, right, of going and selling to kind of new clients outside of just normal referrals. And so what we've developed at TEMA is really a full service marketing box that allows us to, you know, provide website design, be able to provide um, social media presence and social media management, and then also do a lot towards lead generation, which really helps Um, advisors take their business to that next level, which is just like, as a small business owner myself, something that I I take a lot of passion in of being able to help others grow their business.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So what are you seeing right now? And what has the past year looked like? You know, um, because I'm just curious with during like, really the height of the pandemic and everything, what was kind of the main focus for marketing?
1: Yeah, so I spent uh, a majority of the pandemic still at American Airlines vacation, which was super fascinating, right? Because we got to see what was going on from the air standpoint, we got to see where the demand was for different types of hotels. And so, you know, I really see the kind of turning point of the pandemic in terms of where you had the kind of move out of that early adopter stage, right, and move into kind of the kind of early minority, if you will, right, starting around March of 2021, um, with a lot of demand to places like Mexico, the Caribbean, um, a lot of all inclusives, right, because people wanted to be able to stay in the comfort of um, one resort, Um, also a ton of demand for national parks, right? America is a beautiful country. And I think it gave a lot, a lot of people the opportunity to go experience things that maybe weren't on their radar before. Um, Where we stand today, though, it's a little bit different because we're we're so close to, I think what, if we're not going to say the end of the pandemic, close to a place where we have a sense of normality about what it means to live and travel during it, right? And so, now you see demand for everything, right? Uh, the cruises are back in a big way. Um, uh, some of our team members were on a cruise um, in Europe, a river cruise in Europe last week, and they just had the best time. Um, you know, beach destinations are still super, super popular. But people are really starting to think about, you know, where is the travel that they have kind of foregone over the last 18 or 20 months, right? And so, like, to your point, the demand is just incredible out there right now. And so I think the question for a lot of advisors that they should be asking is, how do I get my share or the biggest piece of the pie that I can of that demand, right?
0: Yeah, that is. That's what I've I've been thinking, too, is just the demand is um, exploding now. And how can, what can advisors do right now that, you know, help and, like, And it is lead acquisition, but they're also so busy right now. But how can you uh, find that middle ground of you're helping get all these people who are ready to have been ready to travel, but also still acquire those new leads?
1: Yeah. And and I think that's a really interesting question. So there's a couple of things advisors can do today that we really strongly recommend that Tima can help you with as well. But social media presence is huge, right? Like you should be having your own Facebook business page if you don't already um, building out groups of the types of specialty niches that you want to go sell, right? Um, making sure that all of your documents on your website, your personal and business websites are up to date, right? Um, and, and you bring up a really great point in terms of, you know, people are so busy right now that it can be hard to focus on bringing in new business because you're, you're so focused on servicing business that you already have. And I think that's where there's this really unique opportunity for advisors who are positioned to do it, right? Because a lot of people think of a lead as just this kind of transactional resource, right? I get the lead, I sell to them, done, right? And that's not really the case, though, in travel, right? We see that it's 70 to 75% easier to sell to someone who's already an existing customer, who's already been able to see the amazing services that a travel advisor provides to them. And so, you know, I know it can be easy, or a lot of times you may want to focus on, you know, your existing book of business, but because of that demand, because, and, you know, on top of everything, right? people really struggled during the pandemic, particularly the early stages of it, with getting refunds, with getting, you know, their future travel credits processed, of dealing with suppliers and they just don't want that hassle. Or if they're dipping their toes back into the water, they they just don't want to have to experience that and they are looking for that advice of it. So if you are a travel advisor who is positioned in a way that they can go out and seek new leads, right? You have this unique opportunity of all these uh, potential clients of yours who maybe for the last 10 years, they booked everything on Expedia, right? That is brand new blue sky market for you and an incredible opportunity for you to build your business.
0: Yeah, it is. It's such a good time. It's, it's crazy. And we knew this would happen too, you know, with the really bad comes a really great. And so that's, that's what's really happening. That's right. And what are some examples that would you say are things that um, advisors have done or that you've seen advisors do really well that just seems to work really good?
1: Yeah. So engagement's huge, right? Um, If you are going out, as I said, like building your own group pages, right? Um, Getting your clients there. If you see your clients posting in there, you got to be liking it. You got to be loving it. You got to be commenting on it, right? Getting that user content, user generated content developed is so, so important in today's world, right? Because that, that leads both authenticity to the product that you're selling, but it also leads to kind of a validation that you are an expert in this space and that you've helped support other people who are, um, you know, happy to have had the opportunity to use your services, right? Um, Those social proof points, um, you know, are are so, so much more powerful than just blasting a lot of advertisement. The, The advertisements have value for sure, right? But if you want to be able to grow it organically, getting out there, being regularly engaged with your group members, with your clients, right? Super, super important. Um, the other thing I think is really critical is making sure that you're touching base with your clients on a regular cadence, right? Whether that's bi-weekly, whether that's monthly, right? You want to make sure that they're, you're present with them kind of throughout their consideration set, right? maybe that means a newsletter, right? Maybe that means a um, kind of thought through email drip sequence, right? Where you're reaching out to your client throughout the consideration set, right? When a lot of times clients are looking to make a purchase of 5,000 or $10,000 trip, it can take them 90 to 180 days from the time that they decide that they wanna make, that they wanna go somewhere or they wanna take, let's say an African safari, to the actual close of that cell. And so if you're not regularly out there with a cadence of communication, whether that's through email, through social media, right, you're potentially missing those opportunities to cultivate and develop your client's interest in it.
0: Yeah. that's a, And that's a really good point. It's just keeping top of mind and not letting anyone fall through the cracks. And so when doing that, what are some ways that um, advisors can do that? Is it uh, Uh, using certain email tools to build out those or, you know, is there certainly I'm just trying to think of what could they do, you know, to do that, to make those steps.
1: Yeah. And it's super hard. It's a great point, Stephanie, right? I find most travel advisors are really great at selling travel, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That they're passionate about it. That passion comes through when they do it. They're super knowledgeable, In today's world, though, to be a good marketer, it's really tough, right? Um, You know, I also see some travel advisors who are really great marketers and maybe they're not as good at selling. So maybe you're thinking about a partnership, right? But if you're out there in the world looking at, okay, how can I up my marketing game as a travel advisor? You know, MailChimp is a great service. Constant Contact is a great service. Tima also offers automated email services. So that way, if you want to have, you know, a newsletter run out to your client list on a biweekly basis, we have the services to provide for that. Same thing with email drip sequences. Um, On the social media side, again, um, really thinking about where are your clients or the, the people most likely to be your client, where are they? interacting right you hear a lot of people talk about twitter right oh should i have a twitter account or that like 90% of the twitter users are now overseas right like that platform has really migrated to be a much more international presence whereas if you think about facebook right i want to say something like 65 70% of people check facebook like as they roll out of bed right um and and, and that demographic is also going to skew towards um, people who are more positioned to be both the decision makers and the purse string holders in terms of um, being able to make that transaction, right? So um, again, kind of navigating all that space. There's a ton of resources out there. Then you can also choose other people, other service companies like TEMA to help out with that as well.
0: Yeah, that's true. We are talking to the, the one, the person who can really help with this is perfect. And so on, um, that, cause that's all so good. And I think it's just a really important reminder to everybody that, you know, it's just as equally you're selling a lot right now, but it's also equally as important to keep your marketing presence consistent and thoughtful. Um, but talking, we kind of focus on, you know, the the lead side, but is there any other side of that, that People should be thinking about right now and also just into the next six to 12 months.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I, I think one of the challenges that you could see in the next six to 12 months, right? And, and you see this in other industries, you kind of you see this a little bit with the supply chain issues that the country is having overall, right? You have this big, big surge of demand. And I, I think there's a, a, a fair question to ask. Is that demand going to kind of come back and then just plateau off? Or do you actually kind of live in this world where it goes up and the up is an extreme? And then when you get to kind of the valley of it, the valley is actually lower than where it was before. And then it's going to come back. Right. And so that's why it's really important. Like right now specifically. Right um i I know it's really tough for a lot of advisors like it's, it's the best problem to have to be this busy with this many bookings and this many clients traveling right but you need to kind of prepare for the worst as well which is the real possibility that after we hit the peak that there is a bit of a valley right and that you're well positioned with um you know, your current clients, right? Because marketing doesn't have to cost anything, right? Like, it, it's just your time and effort to, you know, go figure out MailChimp, go figure out Constant Contact, to build maybe some of your supplier's promotions into a newsletter. Um, all, all of that stuff you can do today with either time or paying someone to help you out with it, right? But it's really important that you're, you're kind of, deliberately and consciously making those choices right for for not just your clients but for your own business right so that way you're prepared for if there is a drop-off in travel like lord forbid if there is like another variant or whatever right um like i I hope we never have to talk about that again um i know but i know But but really making sure that you're well-positioned with a marketing presence, with a good social media presence, with a good website presence. Um, So that way, if you do wanna grow your business, um, there's some opportunities. Um, One of the things we're really excited about at TEMA is actually some of the partnerships that we have with the supplier levels. Because to to me, there are some really, really great suppliers out there who are just as invested, in their own business as they are in the success of the travel advisors that they work with and so we've been doing some partnerships with um, I don't want to name them because, because <laughs> uh, but some really great partnerships where these suppliers working through TEMA will actually fund some of the lead programs that we're doing and fund some of the automation so if cost is the concern um, you know Talk to us. Um, we have a great schedule and appointment button um, with one of our really great BDMs. Um, that we're always happy to have a conversation and talk to you about how you can grow your marketing presence and um, you know really kind of set yourself apart from others in the industry. Um,
0: yeah, no, that's awesome. And like we keep saying, I mean, it is such a huge time opportunity. And, um, and that's really, I mean, that was uh, a lot of really great stuff. And that's really all that I have. But I want to make sure though that is there anything that we didn't touch on um, that you want to bring up or Anything for
1: the near future? No, I think it's great, Stephanie. I'll do a quick plug and say, you know, Tima does offer a free membership that gets you access to some really great tools. And then um, if you see something else, like I said, we're always happy to talk to travel advisors about how we can help grow their marketing presence. And, uh, you know, really appreciate the time, Stephanie.
0: Yeah, and before you go, so um, I didn't tell you this, so we do rapid fire questions just to get wow. to know you a little. <laughs> it's like, oh no, no, they're really fun. All travel related, all really fun, but we'll we'll, we'll go through them quick and then we'll wrap up. But Bef- Then we'll let you let you go. All right. Um But okay, and if you need to skip any of them, you can, just let me know. Okay. But this is always, it's my favorite part. Okay, first question. What is your favorite travel movie?
1: Travel movie? Wow, that's
0: a! I stumped him on the first one. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Uh, oh, I'm excited! I I, I love Euro Trick. I love that movie okay. when I was a, like a college kid. Um, and it, like I I did some backpacking. Um, when I was in my early twenties, and it it kind of inspired a lot of that, and so. Yeah, that's super embarrassing. That's awesome. Thanks, Stephanie.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, everybody, did you hear it? No, <laughs> that was no. That's great. We haven't had that answer, and I like yeah. that. It is. It is good. It's it's embarrassing, but it's good. You know. Uh, um, another question here. This probably won't be as embarrassing, but maybe we'll see. Uh, what is your favorite destination you've traveled to?
1: That that so that one I can uh, South Korea. So
0: nice, awesome.
1: Uh, I had. Opportunity. I lived there for four years and uh, just loved it and uh, met my wife there. And so I love going back and uh, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. And so uh, a little reverse side to that is what do you think is the most underrated destination to visit?
1: Hmm. (laughs) Estonia. I love Estonia. Um, you can spend two or three days there if you're in Helsinki. It's a really quick um, ferry ride. And it's just this tiny little country, like 600,000 people, um, mm-hmm. and just so much culture and history and heritage, all in just like the town center of Tallinn, and the countryside's beautiful. Um, really, really great destination.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to do a little Googling of that because I, I mean, I've heard of Estonia, but I actually really have never heard of people traveling there. So that's that's a good one. I like that. That's really good. Just maybe um, not so, winter time. <laughs> yeah, not winter time. Yeah, that's a good call. Good call on that. <laughs> I get stuck there or something. Um, what is the best meal you've had while traveling?
1: Um, So crab fried rice in Bangkok.
0: Wow. That sounds really good. I like that. Okay. Two more. See, we're zipping through these ones. You got this. Um, what is the last great book or article you read? And it doesn't have to be travel related to if it's like marketing or business related that works too.
1: Yeah. Um, Hmm. It's been a few good ones lately. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Should not. Let me take a pass on this one.
0: <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um. Okay. This is the last one. Personally, my favorite one is: What is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you while traveling?
1: Uh, I got slapped with a fish in Russia while no. in the backseat of the taxi. Oh,
0: wait. Why? What? What's the I, story I behind it? I still don't know to
1: this day. <laughs> so we were uh, we were coming back from a. a uh, visit to like a mud pit in the countryside in rural Russia. And there was like a wedding, and people came up to the car and uh, they just slapped me with the fish. Been hurt. It's it fine. But
0: oh my gosh, maybe it means good luck or something. They're like, I,
1: ah. I've asked and I've never gotten an answer. So. Oh my
0: gosh. If anybody listening to this has an answer, please write into us. We oh, I
1: love them. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my email good. is travel. Tell me, tell me, please. Yes.
0: <laughs> I really hope you get a response. We, yeah. You'll have to let me know. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And those are all the questions. So we just always love to wrap it up on just learn a little bit more about you, but I just want to thank you so much again for this. This is really good. I think, I think it's just really helpful to just have the reminder of, um, you know, marketing always so important. And and if you're not good at marketing or you don't know where to start, there's people to help, you know, um, like Michael and Tima. So that's really the great thing about it too. And again, a very timely episode, um, with we're seeing yeah. it. It's crazy. It's awesome. And on today's episode, I should explain that this is when um, international travel started opening back up on November 8th. So very exciting. Um, But just want to thank everyone again for tuning into this episode of the lounge of Travify Academy. And thank you so much again to our special guest, Michael, for joining us today. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to our podcast or subscribe to our YouTube channel for all the latest episodes. We hope you enjoyed our conversation today and join us again. But for now, stay safe and we'll catch you on the next flight.
1: Boom <small noise> boom